Hey guys, this is Merrick. Uh, this is episode seven of Watch Rotation Podcast. Uh, and Joe just got his Zenith. Yeah, it's it's in my hands right now. <laughs> well, it's still in the box, right? The box is in my hands right now. Dude, rip it open. All right, let's see. I wanna I wanna hear the experience. I think I need to get a knife. This is a very well hold on a sec. This is very well packaged. So if anyone has heard our prior episode, um, Joe purchased a Zenith Defy Classic with a skeletonized dial and uh, ceramic case in the black. Yeah, so I have this special uh, tool for box opening. It's the Bergeon 6767. <laughs> use the, do you use the narrow end or the wide end? This is the one with the wide end. It's, like a, it's really sharp, you know, it's great machining. Yeah, most uh, most people use that tip to uh, scratch the back of their lugs. Do you ever do that? Uh, I try not to. I'm pretty good. <laughs> Some of those uh, JLC sector dials that we saw come up for sale are pretty pretty ruined. Yeah, man, it's like it adds value if you can feel the scratches on the back of the lungs. Like if you run your finger through it and you can feel them, it's automatically like $200 more. Those are all on Reddit, though. So, uh, well, okay, can I just say, why are people selling watches on Reddit? I don't know. Dude, like we have this, dedicated forms for this shit. This comes in a like a Panerai style, like, you know, those stupid cardboard boxes? Yeah. That have... Uh, the like model number and everything on it. I, I didn't know that. Uh, oh, like the outer box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the the actual cardboard, like brown boxes with that the Panerai's coming. A lot of watches do, I think, just because like in shipping you don't want the you know nice box to get damaged. Yeah, yeah. But it says like the the model number and everything. I guess this is for like inventory. Yeah. It has oh, a retail sure. retail price on a sticker. Always nice to see. What's the retail price, Joe? Remind us. Seven thousand five hundred. For a watch that they uh, didn't bother finishing the case. Yeah, I don't think it's a horrible, horrible retail price I, for I, this this watch. To be honest, n no, it's it's not. If you like the design, I guess it's like what you're getting isn't the worst. There's definitely worse things out there, like that Bell and Ross. Yeah, I mean that BR Bell and Ross was like sixty five hundred retail price. Yeah, the BRO five, I think it is. Um, I don't really care what it is. Don't buy that shit. So. I want to hear your first impression for when you hold the watch and what you think of the case um, right. and, and the design overall. I have un unsheathed the uh, the real box. Let's see. You've removed it from the holster. Yep. Oh, okay. and tell us about the box because it's a pretty pretty cool inner box, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right. So it comes in a brown cardboard box, and then it has there was like some bubble wrap, and then there's like a white sleeve on the box. It's pretty much like a Panerai. It has a ginormous box. All right, I just took off the cover of the box. Let's see. This, there's a pretty cool logo, a metal logo with a plastic little uh, cover on it so you can peel the plastic off. I know people like doing that. Can you do it with the microphone really close to the plastic? No, I don't think you're gonna hear it. Uh, I don't think you're gonna hear it. Okay. And so, let's see, is there, oh, that's cool. Comes with a little um, leather card holder. That's pretty sweet. Nice. That's worth at least a thousand dollars right there. 
No, that's cool. You, you could probably like use this to hold some credit cards if you really wanted to like have a Zenith lifestyle. <laughs> oh, the, 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 the beaver lifestyle, dude. Yeah. So it's fully, uh, fully filled out. So you can actually extend the warranty on these to three years. Uh, I think the, the default is two years. You have to register yeah. in your name or something. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, th I think, I think it lasts. I, I think it's okay. Um, let's see. Quick, quick step guide. Got one of those. If you've never, you know, used the watch, it's a great thing. To have. Dude, what does it tell you how to do? All right, not important. Are you gonna try scratching the watch with a uh, the spring? Yeah, so, to see so if it's I've been ceramic? I've been <laughs> trying to look online to like see if there's any videos of someone trying because dude, people do that with like everything, right? Like a new iPhone comes out and then there's people like like shooting it with the bullets or like shitting on the screen and seeing what happens. And dude. I can't find anything with like ceramic watches. I guess because like you know watches are expensive, but like no one out there is getting money to try and scratch ceramic watches, and that's an issue. So. I've seen that done with uh, a Zim with a tegumented case. Someone uh, just taking a spring bar tool to the metal like of the tegumented case and uh, it didn't scratch. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah, so I have the the little hang tag is cool. It's like leather and it flips open. It's pretty cool. It's not like a plastic one. It's leather. You, so leather so have you seen the actual watch yet? I have or? seen the watch. It's wrapped. Uh, and I have this little USB flash drive. So I'm going to. So it looks like it's probably smaller than I thought in a good way. I, I was. So I've been seeing some pictures online and I was like, maybe this is going to be like a little bit on the larger side, which I was kind of hoping it wasn't. And I, looking at it now, I don't I don't think it's going to be. So I'm happy about that. Uh, it comes with this stupid uh, cleaning cloth, which is in like a roll. I'm not sure why it's in a roll, but it is. Oh, and you can't remove it from a roll because then it's not like you can't put it back. And then how the fuck, how do you get this flash drive? Jesus Christ. Uh, oh, it's hard. Yeah. There's like a detent. You push it down, I think on the upper or the lower side. Shit. This is, yeah, yeah. I just pushed it. So this is like, it's like glass. It's a very high quality flash drive. Well, what is on it though? Do you know? I have no idea. All right. I'm going to find out right now. Before probably go probably some like viruses. It's just it's just beavers uh, uh vacation photos <laughs> and his dental x-rays i hope that it is shit okay let's see are, are you putting it right now yep it's it's called untitled one it's probably just a flash drive they give you dude like so you can have a fuck. branded it, it literally is just a flash drive what the fuck how big is it it is 16 gigs shit i'm gonna use this i can use this at work maybe but why wait why is this why the fuck do they give you a flash drive with a watch? I don't need a flash drive. What the fuck? Dude, it's like uh, you get a lot of trinkets, dude. People are excited over that. I want some cool shit. I don't want a flash drive. What the fuck is that about? All right. We're going to bring it. We're going to pull it all together. Now we're going to bring it back in and fix the language a little bit. It's getting, uh, out, getting out of hand. Yeah. Are you going to post a photo of it anytime uh, soon? Uh, I don't know. Okay. So... This little travel case is really cool. Like an origami box. And it sits in the inner case. Uh, people can look this up, I guess. Um, or maybe I'll send you a photo of it. You can like post it on your Instagram so people can see what we're talking about. Sure. Um, so it, the watch is like shipped in it. And then uh, you can like fold it together. And it's like a really compact travel case. And it's like pretty tight. So the watch can't move around or, or anything, which is sick. 
Yeah, uh, I've, I've had that. Uh, I've had a watch that came with that box before. It's actually pretty cool because you, you, you can use like the very inner box as a little travel case and it folds out in a really interesting way. All right, so let me unbox this bitch right now and see what it's all about. All that plasticky sound. Can you send me a wrist shot immediately so I can talk about it too? Like what it looks like on your wrist and you know, okay. like make it make it look kind of proportional, kind of go. Don't, don't take the picture from like three millimeters from the watch. Yeah, yeah. I'm not wearing any clothes right now, so I'll just try and block that out. <laughs> well good thing it's a ceramic watch there'll be no reflection <laughs> yeah so i've actually sent you a picture of a watch like getting wet just because i don't know that's like a weird thing that or i have to like wear my watches in the shower sometime and i'm pretty sure you could see my my naked body in the reflection <laughs> then i posted a watch for sale once i was just wearing like, underwear and i didn't realize it until like after like months after the watch sold i was like oh you can kind of see a reflection in there. <laughs> all right i'm trying to remove all the plastic from the clasp Let's see, because I'm, I'm going to wear this shit, so I'm not trying to save the plastics. You don't even have to size it. It's, uh, it's uh, watching a strap, dude. It's like yeah, I know. The, so I the rubber it. is like really, it feels really nice. Um, it's, it's kind of like thin. It's, it's not very thick. Uh, like a Breitling rubber strap, you know, it's like three inches thick. This mm -hmm. one, it starts off like probably normal strap thickness, but it gets like very, very, very thin. So I'm thinking it's going to be super comfortable. Let's see. Nice. Um, it's running. Let me wind it up. It winds very smoothly. Can I see the winding gear? Cannot. Probably on the back I can, not on the front. Let's see if you can hear the winding. Hold on. Can you hear that? I can, yeah. It sounds a little bit different than other watches I've had. It sounds similar to most Zenits I've had though. Interesting. So I don't I don't think I've ever owned a Zenith before. Uh the display back is pretty cool. It's a big star. Um, like the winding mass is like a shape like a star. I kind of like that. I think it looks cool in a sporty watch like that. Yep. And the, the case finishing, I mean, it's the matte case, but it doesn't look too bad. It looks sharper than some of the photos of other ones I've seen online. Okay. Like it is very sharp. Um, I think some of the ones we looked at, they look kind of like soft, right? And like very like rough, like soft edges. Mm -hmm. so it's it is pretty sharp which is nice and it does look pretty uh like stealth you know uh let's see let me all right i won't set it i'll try and size it uh for my wrist and then put it on so one more plastic needs to come off <coughs> bless you i'm allergic to shit watches ceramic <laughs> yeah so another thing we found out about these is that um unlike those pre-production ones that we were referring to they had titanium backs on them. That's another way to see oh, like, yeah. that Zenith was, was playing us is that uh, some of them just have titanium backs and like the production one does not, very clearly does not. Interesting. It's kind of weird to, there's like a very tall post that the strap like fits into for uh, to lock it into the clasp. I'm not sure mm. if I'm going to be able to do this easily. I'm sorry, what is it again? For like the the strap uh, sitting on the clasp. Okay, I got it now. It's like a very, very tall like post that it locks into. So you have to like mm. pull it really hard. Well, you're using both hands, right? Yeah. All right, I'm just going to estimate where it's going to be. Let's see. Going on the wrist now. 
moment of truth. Oh, wow, dude, this watch is freaking comfortable. Oh my goodness. This is cool. This is like the most comfortable rubber strap I've ever used. So the clasp is very soft. It doesn't click very like firmly. It's a very soft mm -hmm. click. Maybe because it's titanium or something. I don't know. It's it's you know, it doesn't have like the mass. Uh the watch is very light, but it doesn't it doesn't feel cheap. I think the rubber strap feels like incredibly high quality, which is nice. Mm -hmm. um, the clasp feels it doesn't feel amazing, but it's okay. Um, what a description! Yeah, no, it's not. It doesn't feel like super high quality. The clasp, mm -hmm. like the the click, the, the materials wise, it feels nice, but when you like close it, it doesn't feel great. I see. All right, I'm gonna send you a photo. Maybe because of the weight, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't think it has like the. It, it's probably just like too light. You know, it kind of just feels feels a little cheaper because it's light. Mm. All right, I sent you a picture. Actually, I'm sending you a picture. I wasn't sure if I should get my uh, my snuggie in the photo. Just as long as it's not like your dick. Yeah, that's fine. I haven't gotten it yet. Okay, right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put all this crap back in the box now. This glass flash drive. Yeah, dude, that doesn't look big at all, actually. Yeah, it's like honestly like the perfect size. If it was one millimeter down, I, I probably would still be okay with it. But I'm I'm. A fan of the size i think it looks pretty nice no that looks that looks pretty chill dude yeah it's it's very comfortable i think uh i think you, you did okay there yep um and i needed a flash drive anyway so i just ended up spending like an extra like several thousand like basically the entire cost of the watch to get the flash drive <laughs> yeah you can get like a sandisk one for probably like eight bucks yep but no man gotta get the Got to get the Zenith branded one, man. Yeah. So, what do you, uh, what do you, what do you want to talk about for the remainder of this episode? Oh, I thought you needed to go. <sighs> Just wanted to get your first reaction on on like audio because I don't know. Like, does this count as a full episode? <laughs> yeah, I guess it could. Um, anything you Anything you wanted to talk about? Um. Yeah, so I think that this, because you mentioned something before and it kind of ties in with this watch. You, you were talking about like potential uh, like conversation starter watches. Sure, we can talk about that briefly, right? Yeah, and I feel like this Zenith has potential to be that, like a conversation starter watch, right? Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's kind of interesting. And like when you look at it on someone's wrist, it, you know, it's skeleton. So that's like immediately, for people that aren't into watches, skeleton is like the, the height of like engineering as a whole, right? Like yeah. they're super impressed with that. Um, Yes, yeah, so I don't know if there's if there's anything specific that you had in mind with um, like particular watches or like you know if if that's something that you think is is a good uh, asset for a watch to be a conversation starter or yeah I think there's a couple of things uh, that I've noticed um, watches that serve as good conversation pieces have um, any reversible watch man like when people see that it, like their mind is kind of blown every time you mean like a reverso or a, a so basculant or whatever yeah exactly um i've been wearing a lot of those to interviews and i think like every time i show to people they're like at first they're just like oh this is this is kind of cool and then they, i show them like how it reverses 
and like they're instantly more interested in you know talking about it like learning more about it and just like you know overall um at first they're like i didn't ask you to see your watch i'm not really sure why you're showing me this and no so after, i don't do after it that, <laughs> after that they're like okay that's kind of cool i guess if you're gonna stop showing it to me now yeah no i uh i don't usually do it i don't do it when uh, like unless someone asks me to see it okay so um one thing i'm noticing about this zenith now which um isn't the case with like every watch is uh that it has like a quick set date both forwards and backwards oh that's cool yeah yeah so it's like really really nice um it like clicks really nicely and it's it's fast so like you don't have to turn the crown much for the date to to jump and it's like it's like a good nice click so that's that um yeah so reversible watches uh i had that same impression when uh or same experience when I showed people the reversal that I picked up from you, mm -hmm. the, uh, the duo. Mm -hmm. um, everyone's like, like, what the hell? What is this? This is not even a watch. Like, what is this <laughs> witchcraft? Yeah. Um, I, I think it's uh, it, because people don't expect it. So when they see it, it's kind of like, whoa, this is, uh, this is kind of strange. Yep. Um, another thing I think is showing people high-end movements. Like um, uh, nice finishing? Yeah, I, I think just like an impressive movement always has a wow factor. Uh, so when people see them, they sort of go, oh, wow, this is really interesting. And they kind of, you know, stare into it because there's so much to take in at once. Yep. But I wonder, like, what if I did that with like an ETA? Like, would people still sort of do that? Or For sure. For sure. You think so? Like, so you think it's just like your your return isn't as high as you think when it comes to like, you know, handing someone like a Geneva seal movement or something? No, the fact that you can just see the movement, I think that's like the appeal. Mm. Like regardless of like, cause I, yeah, I think for us, you know, is. when we see like a Salida or an ETA, we're just like, oh, okay. I kind of wish this was a solid case back. Right. Like, do you think the same way? Yeah. I don't want to see a movement that's not like meant to be seen basically. <laughs> yeah. So like, unless, unless you're actually putting some effort into finishing it, uh, I would rather just not see it. Yep. Uh, if it's an ETA that has like nicely blued screws and like kind of prolage or something, kind of like a, what Zinn, for example, does, that's fine, I think, because it's still a pretty pleasant thing to look at if you want to, but I wouldn't mind a sod case back. Uh, yeah. What, what else do you think would qualify as like a conversation starter watch? Do you think like brand matters at all? No. So I've had like, so I think weird straps are definitely uh, probably like a very large component of being a conversation starter. Cause I've had like, basically whenever I wear a nice watch, no one, no one like notices or says anything. And then whenever I wear like, I don't know, like the, I think the watch I probably got the most compliments on of like any watch I've ever owned is like the SKX 007 that I had on like a NATO strap back before people were doing NATO straps. Everyone would comment like, Oh, that's really cool. That's a, that's a cool strap you have on your watch. So I think that straps have probably have a lot to do with it. Um, I, I think so too. I think people notice straps cause a lot of them are like, you know, colorful and like if I'm wearing like a, like a honey colored gator or something, I feel like people notice that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that, that's probably a big, big portion of it is like what, what strap you're wearing. I don't think, I don't know, maybe people see that you're wearing a nice watch and then like they don't want to say anything because it looks like it's like quality or expensive. They, maybe they don't want to like, cause they don't really know about it. They don't want to be like, you know, uh, start a conversation about something they don't know about? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I was going to ask you, do you think Rolex is a good conversation starter watch? Um, and maybe to someone else that's wearing a Rolex that is also a watch enthusiast. But the thing is, that, like most people that 
a lot of people that wear Rolexes, like they're not really watch people, right? Like most people know, probably 90% of people. Yeah. They just like nice things. I guess. You can that's, tell that's... based on the model. Like if it's something cool with like, like if it's a GMT master and especially if you see the person using it as a GMT master, like if they're traveling or something, you, you probably know that they, they at least have, like you can have a conversation with them about watches for sure. I think so. I mean, but sometimes it's like, you know, pretty stealthy too. Like remember I was considering a, um, just a date just like, if you see someone with a date just, you normally don't think they're gonna, they're like a watch person. Yeah, like I've, I've seen people with date just and I, I won't talk to them about their watch. Cause like, <laughs> I mean that, I'm, I'm I, pretty sure that they don't know, they don't know, you know, they didn't choose I've, that watch. It's just like a gift or something, I don't know. Yeah, I've been kind of burnt on that before. Like I'd, I'd compliment someone on their watch and ju- they would just be like, what? <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I've, awkward. I've had that before too. It's always so awkward, man. Um. But sometimes people recover from they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, and they like start talking about watches. Like maybe they just, you know, don't get that so often that they're really surprised when they, uh, when they hear it. Uh, I think I complimented a guy on his SKX once and it was like on the native strap. I was like, okay, he has to be like kind of a watch guy, right? Like you don't just buy that. Um, um, and, and yeah, no, he was just like, uh, oh, he, it, was a, it was a turtle. Sorry, it was a turtle. And dude, in an elevator full of people, I looked at him and said, nice turtle. <laughs> what did he say did he not know what it was yeah he was like what <laughs> i was like shit this is not a good situation to be in but then he like i he very quickly noticed that i was looking at his wrist and he was like oh yeah yeah i've had it for like this long whatever um that's hilarious yeah, man, that could have been really bad um it sounds like it was bad for a second there dude i knew i was like sweating in the elevator <laughs> um, uh. yeah um, I actually had a uh, an encounter yesterday with someone who had a, a very much so a uh, uh, watch person's watch. Um, and I wasn't quite sure if that's what it was because I sat kind of like four seats down from him. And but I was like, it, it has to be that like, I don't I don't think it could be anything else unless it's just kind of like an off brand. Um, it was one of those uh, uh, Guinan, I don't quite know how to pronounce it, but it's the brand that uh, Helmut Zinn started after he left Zinn. Okay. And they kind of look like Zinn. <laughs> um, and like, I, I mentioned it to the guy and he just like, he essentially shit himself. He was like, wait, you know what this is? Um, so clearly a watch dude. And we had a pretty decent conversation. Did uh, you think it was a, a Zinn watch or? or did I? Um, yeah. Or you know no. what it was? No, I didn't. I knew what it was because uh, I, I I've looked at those before. Um, I'm not. I wasn't really aware of these, uh, but I mean, it looks exactly like. I, I don't think I would uh, have made the distinction between that or a Zen watch. But I was like, I could I could tell that uh, the dial did not say Zen because that's a pretty large logo they use. Not like a large lo- logo, but it's you know it's like a four letter logo. You can usually read it pretty easily. Yeah. With this watch, I could tell it was much like smaller, and I and I almost I could almost make out that the first letter was G, and I'm like I have to ask because you know I'm not gonna get a better opportunity to take like a closer look at it. Yeah, yeah. So that's what it was, man. So does that I, does um the fact that you think it's a like if it's a conversation starter or not? Does that do you think that influences your decision to buy a watch or not? No, not at all. I don't consider that at all. Um, it it happens so rarely. Um, that. You know, like you can kind of make any watch a conversation piece. I think it de- it depends. Like, do you want to talk about watches to people at all? Like, do you think that's like a need that you have? I don't. I only <laughs> do it whenever like uh, I, I don't know uh, if, if someone's interested or 
Yeah, I, I mean, try I try to enforce it on people. I rarely will talk about watches with people just with like other people that I'm surrounded with. There's just a lack of interest there. So yeah, I mean, I, I think even if I had like a crazy strap, it probably wouldn't wouldn't uh, influence it as much. And also, people like even if they compliment you on your watch, I find that most people probably don't want to continue and have a 45 minute conversation about watches. Three hours later. Yeah, yeah, and like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that, that's the thing. And I think you can make any watch a conversation piece. Like, if you know a little bit of history about your watch, you, you can make it a conversation piece. Um, like, let's say I'm wearing, like, one of my Chopards. I'll say, like, oh, yeah, this is when, like, you know, in 1997, when Chopard wanted to, you know, become a, uh, a proper watchmaker, they developed this movement. Um, but, like, that's the sort of th- stuff that's usually gets people you know, really bored very quickly. Uh-huh. Um, and then you show them the movement and that kind of like reels them in a little bit. But then right back, right back out again. <laughs> right back out again, back into the sea. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, man. I think that's it. I mean, we're probably, this is probably good for an episode. <laughs> I, don't know if I, just wanted, I don't know if it's good, but it's something. Yeah, I don't know. Um, you know, I just wanted your reaction as you unbox the, the Zenith. I think it's it was it's worth something, you know. Be put on the internet forever now. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's 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 really cool. It's it's a good watch, and like the the rubber feels really high quality. I wasn't sure because I saw some people online said that um, like you know it's a really nice strap, but mm-hmm. you don't know you don't know like what those people have experienced before. So like, yeah, exactly. Um, and I definitely think that like for someone that is like an enthusiast of rubber straps, like th- this, this is, I'm a, I'm a rubber enthusiast. <laughs> Can you put that in your bio on your Instagram? That's fine. Um, it, it is a really high quality, uh, feeling strap. And I like that it's super thin because, um, it allows you to get like a really nice fit on your wrist and it, it has like a little bit of flex to it because it's so thin. Uh, mm-hmm. and it's not like something, some rubber straps you need to like, like an, like an isoframe or something, you need to like break that shit in, you know, it's like super thick and you can barely even pass the strap through the keeper because you know, mm. it's so thick. And by the way, this strap has no keepers. It's like an Omega style deployment where it tucks yeah. the extra strap underneath and is very comfortable. Um, so that's think, a good move on their part. Yeah. I think actually Hublot was one of the first companies between, it was between Hublot and Omega who first started doing it that way where the, you know, the remainder of the strap tucks underneath. Yeah. Hublot is, uh, you know, they're known for innovation and, uh, I mean, they kind of, they kind of are like in, like in materials, like materials wise. wise. Yeah. yeah. They, they are pretty, you know, they're doing some cool stuff, but yeah. Uh, I was watching a video yesterday and they, there was like, they're talking about that one, um, which it's like 18 karat gold, but it's not like the standard alloy. It's, it's like gold mixed with some other like weird, uh, I don't know if it was like some sort of like ceramic type of materials or like something weird where, um, it was like completely different than uh, the standard 18 karat gold. Do you know about mm-hmm. this watch? No, I don't. Was it, is it like a different color because of that? It's, it's, it is different than your standard 18 karat gold. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, of course, I'm not going to be able to find. Um, okay. They, let's see. Unique metal alloy like hublonium. What the hell is hublonium? So they have, I know carbon, they, do. they have carbon fiber watches, right? That's, yeah. that's one thing. Ceramic. Oh, yeah. Magic gold. I think that's what it's called. Oh, magic, magic gold. gold. Do you know about that? I've heard of it. I've so heard of it. What the fuck is magic gold? Oh, so it's like, it's like bronze. It looks like bronze. 
my mechanical keyboard makes a return. Oh yeah. Oh, that's kind of interesting, actually. Is this is this a video of someone scratching it with a key? Yeah, it I is. hope. Oh it's my god, I need scratch. this. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, uh, Hublot Big Bang Unicorn Magic Gold, dude. This is um, dude. The movement looks exactly the same as the movement in my watch right now. Uh, you seriously, dude? This is the same. This is the same watch that I own right now. <laughs> you've come shit. a full circle, and now you're gonna get a Hublot. Uh, I mean, I do have a Hublot now. Um, is a Zublo or a, a <laughs> Zublo <laughs> or a, I don't know Hublith Hublith Hoyer. Hublith Hoyer. Um, okay, Magic Gold. It is so he's trying to scratch it with a key. Yeah, which is you know that's a real world test if you happen to put your watch in your pocket <laughs> with your keys. Uh, oh man, tell me what this. Material is so it's uh it's an eighteen carat. Let's see. Yeah, it's it's gold and ceramic. Oh, so it's eighteen carat gold and it's, it's certified. It, no, it's not. It doesn't start as eighteen karat gold. It starts as twenty four karat gold, obviously. Uh, but the final product qualifies as eighteen karat gold based on the percentage of gold that makes it up. I see. That makes sense. Uh, yeah, so yeah. But, Which, but on, like, so you can't sell that shit. Um, you can't extract. Like, no one can do anything with this. That's weird. Like how, yeah, exactly. Like you can I mean, melt it. You can, can you melt it out? I mean, I don't know if someone can melt the ceramic. That seems like it's not. Wait, easy so to is do. this gold in like a lattice of ceramic? I don't quite understand. No, I think it's like a, it's, um, the material has been like combined, you know, it's like, uh, yeah. Hmm. I don't know. We'd call it like uh, I'm reading about it. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. Uh, Yeah, it looks like it's a, uh... <laughs> and then the case back says titanium, even though it's the same color as the, dude, uh, does every, are they seriously like, does every like LVMH watch just put, slap a titanium case back on for their like press watches? I don't know. I, I mean, this might not have been a press watch. Maybe that actually comes like that. I don't know. Dude, this is the same watch. Like the font on the date disc is exactly the same. Mm. Right? So it's a, it's yeah. So it's like uh, it's it starts life as twenty four karat pure gold and ceramic powder. Uh, it's like boron carbide, and then that is put into a silicon mold. That's How do you feel about the uh, logo of the watch being on the crystal instead of uh, on the actual dial? I own a watch that has a logo on the crystal. Which watch? The Credor. Oh yeah, you mentioned. But that's that. because the dial is kind of like crazy intricate, so they didn't want to, you know, scar it with the logo. Yeah. Um, I, I I don't know. I, I don't mind it. I guess it's fine. Hublot started this thing. I think uh, Hublot sure started been, everything. They're they are the first of. Like I'm sure it's been done in the past. Uh, on, dude, this gold this gold case actually I quite like. It's like a bronze, but it's it's really cool. Gold. Yeah, I I would love to see this material. Um, be used in like some normal watches that that aren't uh you know hublot yeah <laughs> i i can't talk now it's so hard like i can't say anything because i basically bought just bought a hublot but like you can th this this watch hublot. is over the it's a little it's like an arnold schwarzenegger type of watch it's like ginormous and it looks exactly yeah. like something he would wear which i mean for a yeah. lot of people that is their style so whatever it's not my style and every picture has a like he's <laughs> every single photo. There's like a picture of a key just touching the watch. Do you see yeah. that? On a block <laughs> yeah. to watch, it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, so I think one one would have been fine, but then there's like six photos. Like, oh, let me just throw a key in here. 
Yeah. Dude, you know what's weird? Uh, so if you look at the case back, it's actually the titanium is only the circular part of the case back, not like the bottom part of the case. Yeah. It's just like a, it's, like a ring with the crystal. Yeah, but then like it's printed titanium on the gold part. Oh, that's, and then on the other side, sucks. it says gold 750. That's like, why sucks. couldn't they just print titanium like right along? I don't know. Like the they ran out of space, there. but that, that is, that is annoying. That is stupid. That pisses me off actually. All right. I'm not going to look at this anymore. This pissed me off. How much is this watch? I, I want to say it's in the $36,700. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. So after discounts, maybe uh three grand. <laughs> no, let's see. You can probably get this watch for maybe what? Like 22 or 25 dude why is there a key in every photo yeah seriously yeah 37 it's like outfit of the day with hublot magic gold plus key trying to scratch it oh i see it for uh 20 grand pre-owned yeah that was that was my guess so 17 grand oh that's a slightly different only the bezel on this one is i think no you gotta go full full uh you gotta go full full ceramic gold gold. (laughs) yeah no it is kind of cool but it's like I don't know how hard was it to really make this. Like, it sounds like they just mixed some like ceramic powder with gold, and they were like, "All right, we're done." I don't know, man. I mean, I'm not a material scientist. It's like you have to think about how it performs, and like, you know, if it gets like struck on something or like at different temperatures. I'm sure it's not easy. Yeah, it's uh, it's out of stock in Jama shop, but it's twenty grand. So you know, people will use this as a price reference. That was a good guess. I, I had guessed what twenty one grand or twenty five grand. Yeah. So. Um, I don't know. I think maybe uh, potentially useful information if uh, whoever listens to this podcast didn't know. About we need to stop before. talking about watches we don't actually like. Okay. What is a watch that you do like really fast right at the end? <laughs> uh, Longa 1815. Okay. You don't have that watch. What's a watch that you have that you like? Uh, my Glitchers original Pan Reserve. Okay. We'll talk about that another time. We can actually. It's a. I think it's a good value prop. Yeah, I also don't like that that term. It's. I think you get a lot of watch for the money. Okay, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Um, In totally different way than your uh, Hublot. I, I mean Zenith. <laughs> I don't think you did that. I think that was an accident, which is worse. <laughs> that was an accident. <laughs> <laughs> Like I'm sure I'm pretty sure you didn't do that on purpose, which is definitely way worse than if you did it on purpose. Oh my god. Um that's okay. It is what it is. It's a Hublot. Um that's fine. So yeah. So Raymond, I think this is good. Uh <laughs> yeah, enjoy enjoy your new Hublot and let me know how it is. I'm gonna take a look at the photos again once we sign off. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and find a key so I can take these photos with the keys. Trying can to scratch you, the Can you please? I, I don't want to. I don't want to test it. I'm I'm kind of scared, but uh, I might try it. Oh man, dude! I had a package apparently come in five minutes ago. Hold on, dude! I gotta go. Uh, apparently, there was uh, uh there was a delivery attempt, and and I, they just left a notice. All right, bye. All right, see you, dude. <laughs>